Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome into Old School on this rainy Thursday, almost to the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, almost to the weekend. Again, welcome into Old School on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Joined here by DP and myself, Rico J. Foreman, will be joining us over the phone in a couple of minutes. Old School, sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling, sports, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. And you can join us. You can you can be a part of the show. And we want you to be a part of the show. Uh, if you call in or text in to the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line at 402-464-5685. You can send in questions. You can you can add your voice to the conversation. And that's exactly what we want here on here at 93.7 The Ticket. We want you to be a part of the show. So we want, we want listener engagement. <laughs> Sometimes, nah, all the time. All the time. Uh, all the time. Look, I'm I'm good with with uh, it being all the time. That's the kind time. of why we we do what we do. That's why we put cameras in our in our faces, and so folks can actually see uh, see us as we we have these conversations. It makes it a little bit more connected. Um, a little bit different. A little bit different. Um, I'm I I want to ask you this. I, do you are you do you consider yourself a sports better? No, you're not. You're not no. one of those I, people. No, no, I not a, no. Okay, not great with money. So okay, well that I, would just be worse. Yeah, and I, I and I everything is with my heart. So it'd be. I I want to I want to plant that seed because later in the show I want to talk about this guy Corey Zeidman, uh, who won the World Series of Poker. Uh, but he was arrested on charges of fraud, money laundering, $25 million. $25 million. What? Yeah, I want to talk about that later. Because... <laughs> what? Yeah, it, it, it's a phenomenal story. I don't get money laundering. What even? How do you money launder? Well, I mean, like, because... Hear, they, I hear that a lot, but I don't know what it is. Because they were pitching and selling that they could help people bet. Mm-hmm. Bet on sports more intelligently. But they actually weren't. <laughs> they actually weren't. And people were investing and throwing just loads of money. Uh, again, $25 million. That's a lot of money. Worth of sports betting. Um, conspiracy to commit wire fraud and mail fraud. Conspiracy to commit money laundering as part of a scheme that uh, spanned from 2004 until, two, uh, until 2020. Uh, if, if you won the World Series of Poker like you... You won a decent chunk of change. Why? Are you, what are you doing? Well, well but, uh, it, this is why I want to talk about it. Because the fact that you you won the, the World Series of Poker doesn't mean that you know how to bet sports. No, it just means that you're good at good at poker. 
Can good you be poker. good at poker, or is it still a game of chance? It's 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 still a game of chance, but there are people who are better than others. Okay. Like, you're better than others. You set more rules for how the cards could fall in your head. What are you willing to bet on? But that's – that. Uh, all of it, all of it's fascinating. So – Nine o'clock hour. We'll we'll talk about this story because I wanted to. I I did want to kind of wrap my brain around what people's think, and we have some folks who bet a lot. And I, you know, I'm 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 all for do do you do you do do it do it if that's what you want to do, but I just don't know that. I know that I couldn't. No. Every once in a while, like there's there's instances where I'm like, oh, but it's I feel like it's everybody where you see like results come up and you're like oh that's exactly what i thought but it's after the fact so you have no idea in the moment if well, you, you actually would have thought that right but and you remember what after the fact yeah i'm like oh i thought those all those teams would win i could have done i could have won that. Done that except Easy. for you could it's like future bets and they're like oh i bet this team wins the the you know nba championship or the national championship in this year and you're like well yeah of course of course after the after, after they win it you're like yeah of course why I would it was all over that why wouldn't anybody make that bet i was all over that so and let's bring in the husker hall of Famer. well he's not he i don't i think he might have called but he might have hung up oh. as soon as jake picked up oh. the phone so i'm gonna oh, text okay. him to call again oh okay well then let's 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 go ahead and get into let's this keep going we'll we'll, we'll we'll bring him in. so i'll let's go through the story and i want to i want to like this I just want to understand the psychology behind it. Um, according to the federal indictment, uh, him and his unnamed co-conspirators received more than $25 million in interstate wire transfers uh, and private commercial carriers over 16 years from victims who were led to believe the organization had privileged information that made betting on sports a no-risk proposition. As part of the scheme... I. <laughs> You can't I don't, do I don't any think of it. you can. I don't think you can guarantee you, no risk. That's, you can't. <laughs> you can't. There's so many risks. Right. Well, because I had so, and I'm gonna put a pin right there. So I had a buddy who, he said on one-on-one sports, so mm -hmm. boxing, that sort of thing, where or you're betting on one game, mm -hmm. right? That this dude and I, I never understood it. But he would always bet the same amount of money on both people or contestants. Hmm. And I, I just went, so you break even. Yeah, right? But I'm not sure how that works. No. He said, he said no. He said because they're different odds. So let's. I bet 100 on, on the underdog. I bet 100 on the favorite. If the underdog wins... I make that hundred and then some, but right. if the favorite wins, I make that hundred but, but and, and I get, a little bit. But I get my money back. Like you're getting your money back, regard. I don't. The only I, way I don't you understand get, it. So the only way, if it's like a heavy favorite, depending on how much he bets, I'm guessing we have him on. If depending on how much he bets, I'm guessing it you wouldn't make all of your money back i don't i don't know if the favorite wins i don't know how this is why i need right? i mean i need people smarter than, than than i am to help me with this let's bring in jay because i i a big part of it is the is the insider information right the insider information yeah that which is why they ask current athletes and coaches not to bet because they know Hey, this dude's going through marital problems, so he's probably not going to play well. Or this guy has got, 
you know, he's got a drug issue and he's not going to play well. Or he's got a drug issue and he's probably going to play better. <laughs> so that's a part of it. Jay, um, we're talking about betting, sports betting. And right. from the from the, the player's insider perspective, you being with the Bills, there are times when you knew that somebody either playing for the Bills or playing against the Bills was going to have a bad game because of your proximity to the game. Is that fair? Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? And then there is the conflict of interest in you, one, providing that information, or two, acting on that information. Right. So what – Yeah, I mean, it's a tricky, tricky slope, but the, I can tell you what, man, there's still – people that try to circumvent it, though. Um, I mean, there were times that when I played, you know, I talk about all the time when we were, you know, going to play Denver, I knew, you know, the red zone defense that we were doing, that it wasn't the best red zone defense because it hadn't really worked all year. Now, does that mean that we would have, you know, I would have probably decided that we would have lost or anything like that, but it would have definitely been inside information or, if somebody got hurt during practice and it's not just necessarily season in the injury, it could be something that's like a knickknack injury that could affect, you know, mobility or anything like that. So, you know, I guess it's a conflict of interest, but then at the end of the day, I've never been, I never was on a team or ever felt that I played with anybody um, that potentially would throw a game. Or is that so that, that was so involved in, I guess, you know, betting that they would throw games. I mean, when you're a competitor, you're a competitor. Yeah. Um, and if you're usually a guy like that, you usually um, have to make it so obvious because football is not just only speaking football. Because basketball, you know, you could be shooting with the same form and one rim is tighter than the other. So... You could just be having an off night. I mean, heck, we saw Steph Curry, you know, in the NBA Finals, go over like ten or eleven for threes, and he hit him. Whereas football, you know, you have to completely try and really, really work at it not to be, you know, on your game or to be effective. So it's a little bit harder to do that, um, you know, considering the way that play. But any other sport it might be a little bit easier. But uh, football would definitely be a hard, hard game to throw unless you're a quarterback that. I think remember Neil O'Donnell in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was like yeah. three picks, but he wasn't doing that. He just wasn't good. You would have to do something totally erroneous like that to, uh, you know, to really you know play your way. And you know, you see it in the story about the Arizona State basketball team uh, from years ago, where you can you know make a couple shots, and if you're that good, you can turn it, you can turn it on um, as fast as possible if you're that good. If if I asked you, I, I was just asked this on the text line, so I'll ask you your opinion. Um, it says, do you think that Pete Rose has served his time and belongs in the Hall of Fame? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've long thought that, and, you know, um, but I also think that if, 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 you know, I think it's, you know, they came to Pete and said, hey, you need to admit to A, B, and C. Just do it and get it over with Actually, the limitations is over. Everybody already knows something went on. 
it's a big deal for you and your legacy. It's probably the best baseball player ever to play is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, get it over and done with. Then what would you say about folks who are currently whispering that, that it appears they, they, they have the feeling that the NBA playoffs have some some sideways things going on um, to create these, these blowouts and, and awful performances? Ooh, I don't know about that. I just think this is the way that these guys play now. I think you see teams that aren't like, they're, they're, you know, players are just built different. You know, they're, they definitely know that they have the advantage when they're at home. I do think sometimes the rest calls are different home and away, especially if you look at the uh, Golden State game and the way the, the, the Mavericks played, it was totally different. Um, I don't, I don't think a team, you know, before they go out and say, hey, we're going to get blown out by 30. I mean, that's embarrassing. So, but you've seen a lot more lopsided victories uh, back and forth. But, you know, it's crazy. It's like when you look at the Boston series last night, you know, that was a full-fledged beatdown. They got up by eight, and then the next thing you know, they're up by 18. And then that was purely um, beautiful basketball and execution and physicality and defense. So sometimes you're just a better team, and sometimes uh, it's an off night. I, don't, I wouldn't go that far yet, but I do think sometimes uh, they get called. You know, the ref, and I'm talking this from the referees, um, to keep it going because at the end of the day, it's not good TV drama uh, to have, you know, a four and sweep and a four and no sweep going in there, then it makes you, you know, makes your product look bad. Jay, I mean, the numbers last night for Miami, I'm not, uh, again, every other game is a disaster. It's a shooting disaster. I mean, to, Jimmy Butler, one of five from three. PJ Tucker, one of five. Max Drews was zero, was, was 0 for seven. Kyle Lowry was 0 for five. Gabe Vincent was one for seven. Oladipo was 0 for three. Uh, Duncan Robinson was three for ten. I that 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 that's so bizarre, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's but you've seen this is normal for them, you know. And this is why I think, like, you know, I know Jake's listening is that the Miami Heat really didn't have the respect, you know, um, because of the shooting woes, and it was Jimmy Butler and Bam or Bust. You know, I think Tyler Hero. Uh, it did some things, but it just hasn't done it to the maybe the magnitude of you know what you, you would expect him to take a big jump. But in the playoffs, it's a lot different, and you're playing against dudes that you know one of the best defensive teams is not the best defensive team matchup wise for them in the NBA. Um, especially like I said, Smart back and Williams back uh, really really takes Boston to a whole nother level. Yeah, and 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 you want to give some of that credit to Boston's defense, but. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to process that three of your that your start your your starters went two for twenty two from three. Yeah, I mean it's one of the things. But I'd ask you this: though. How many championships does Jimmy Butler have? Well, none. I don't. I, I don't think he's built to come in and. and in a two and two series, a chance to get back to the. I just, I just be very, very hard pressed that he would be doing it on purpose. I just think it, it was a bad. Uh, he woke up in the wrong side of the bed and he couldn't hit the wrong side of the barn. Um, I think it's more of an indictment on how they played all year, and maybe they're a little bit worn out. I think they, they spend so much energy to be good, 
that you can sometimes get in the playoffs and lose your way. And I think that is a mental match in Boston. They're a younger team, uh, a little bit younger, but the star power with Jalen Brown and, and, and Tatum, uh, along with Williams and Smart and, and then Horford, that, I mean, that's a, that's a hard line to, to deal with. I will. What we're going to do, Jay, we're going to go to an early break here, come back with Rico, uh, and then we'll call you back at the 9 o'clock hour, if that's cool. All right, man. I appreciate it. All right, bro. Uh, Rico, All right. All right. time to set us up. Let us know what's up here on 937 The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 937 The Ticket and the Ticketfm.com. <laughs> 